I'm gonna, I'm gonna share a quick testimony before we actually start. Um, and as I said in the beginning, this morning we're gonna do, some, we're gonna do things a bit differently. Um, and you'll understand as we go along why that is. So let me share a short testimony quickly. What I did was on Wednesday, I, um, I called my hairdresser, or should I say hairstylist, hairdresser, on Wednesday. I called and said, listen, I need to come and I need to have my hair cut, please. So we arranged for, for me to go Friday. So, we, um, so I arranged for my hair to be cut on Friday, 1 o'clock. And Friday morning came and I got a call from her and saying, but she's got a, a bit of a technical problem. Um, she's not going to be in, at the saloon, so we have to reschedule. So I had an appointment for Friday, 1 o'clock. I got the call Friday morning, sorry, we have to reschedule to Saturday. Saturday morning came, and she said again, unfortunately, there's an issue. Some of her colleagues didn't arrive, and she has to stand in for them as well. So we have to reschedule again, possibly for Tuesday. Knowing that I was going to stand here this morning, I'm just being honest, knowing that I'm going to be standing here this morning, and we're going to have a photo shoot for uh, some sort of marketing campaign Monday morning at the office, um, I said, I can't wait until, until Tuesday. So I asked my wife if she knows, or if, if she can think of a place where I can just walk in Saturday morning and and I have my hair cut. And uh, after a while, we, we came up with a list. And we both decided to approach this specific saloon first. And again, when I say first, listen to what I have to say. We had a list of where to go. So we made our own plans. Said, we, we're going to go to this place. And if that doesn't work out, we'll go to the next place and so on. But hopefully, we will find a place. So on Saturday morning, on our arrival at option one, when I arrived at the receptionist, she said, or the, rece the re reception area, she said, yes, we can help you within 30 minutes. I said, great, that's good. So we decided we will go quickly grab a takeaway coffee. We had that, we came back to the saloon, and when I got there, they were ready for me. So I sat down and I met a person which I haven't met before in my life and I sat down and as the usual goes we started to chat she asked me how I want my hair to be cut she asked me about the weather we spoke about a couple of familiarities like where you're from uh, and at some stage it almost went the direction of talking about politics but just a hint sure. And in an instant, in an instant, there was this shift, this shift. And she, out of her own, started to share her hunger for the Lord. She started to share her longing to sit at His feet. So in that moment, it's almost like linked to this morning's message, as if a fragrance was released. The sweet fragrance of Christ. And that led her 
to from worldly thoughts in an instant move to what is in her heart. How the Lord has prepared her for that moment. So, my frustration the Saturday morning, remember, I had a, an appointment for Friday afternoon, postponed, rescheduled, Saturday morning, postponed, rescheduled, possibly Tuesday. In an instant, the Lord opened the door Saturday morning for me to sit in a saloon and be blessed. Be blessed by, by someone and listening to her, her hunger for the Lord. That was so, so beautiful. And that was so awesome. With a, with a tongue in the cheek, I want to say, <laughs> the Lord works in mysterious ways, brothers and sisters. The Lord works in mysterious ways. Indeed, He does. And don't you just love that about Him? Don't you just love that about Him? Remember, so I had three. Friday afternoon, Saturday, and then Tuesday morning. Three. I'm going to bring it back to, 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 the, to this morning's um, gathering. I was supposed to, to bring the message of the sweet fragrance of Christ on the 15th of May, number one. But we had to reschedule. Then we had a praise and worship evening, and the next available date was the 5th of May, 5th of June. But we had to reschedule. And then, here we are, this morning, on the 12th of June. I don't know about you guys, but there's something special about this morning. We know that the Lord has made the day, but there's something special about this morning. Matthias just said a very profound and a, um, a, a profound truth, and that is we need to allow the Holy Spirit to prepare our hearts. And surely there was preparation going on from the first date, the 15th of May, up to where we are this morning. And my prayer for this morning is, Lord, let your will be done. Let your will be done. In and through us. In and through us. If I've shared this message last Sunday, it would have started with thoughts and scriptures regarding the day of Pentecost. Why? Because last Sunday, a lot of churches celebrated, in remembrance, celebrated the day of Pentecost. But this morning I'm not going to I'm not going to, to go into too much depth about that or regarding that. I'm going to summarize very briefly the following. 
Wie van jullie weet wat die the day of Pentecost is? Who of you know what exactly the day of Pentecost is? Come on. Beautiful. We'll get to that now. So, let's quickly go back. Let's go back to the Last Supper. Let's start there, very quickly. Let's start with the Last Supper, where Jesus sat with his disciples. Jesus was telling his disciples, That he will soon be leaving them, and their hearts mustn't be troubled. And then Thomas in John 14 verse 5 says to Jesus, Lord, but we don't know where you're going. And how can we know the way? And Jesus replied in verse 6 saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And then in verse 15 to 18, Jesus says to them, If you love me, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, He will give you another helper, that He may abide with you forever. And verse 17, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him. For he dwells with you, and he will be in you. And verse 18 says, I will not leave you as orphans. And again, Jesus in verse 26 and 27 says the following. He says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring you in remembrance of all things I've said to you. Listen to this. He said in verse 27, Peace. I leave with you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives. Let your heart not be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. So that's what basically happened when they had the Last Supper. That very important reassurance. And then, we all know what happened thereafter. Jesus was betrayed. He was captured. He was crucified. And on the third day, he rose from the dead. Between resurrection, between resurrection day, Opstandingsdag, and Ascension day, Jimmelvaardag, which was 40 days, Christ met several times with his disciples to instruct them on how to carry out his teachings. On the 40th day, he took them to the Mount of Olives. And then in Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20, on Ascension Day, Opstandingsdag, 
Himmelvaartdag. On that day, on the Mount of Olives, we read in Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20, He spoke to His disciples, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore, go therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. I am always with you, even to the end of the age. And then his disciples watched as Jesus Christ ascended to heaven. Ten days later, ten days later, on the 50th day after the Sabbath of Passover week, we read in Acts 2 about the day of Pentecost. The disciples were instructed to gather together in Jerusalem, and we read in Acts 2 verse 1 to 4, that they were all in one accord in one place. And verse 2, 3 and 4 we're going to look at just now. In verse 2, And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind. Die wind waai lekker daar buiten, eh? Do you hear the wind? Beautiful. So, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The day of Pentecost was fulfillment of the words Jesus spoke to his disciples regarding the Holy Spirit. Remember the words Jesus spoke to his disciples in John 14? He said, He will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. And then we read in Acts 2, verse 37 to 41, about what is to believe the first Holy Spirit-filled sermon. Do you realize that? About Peter filled with the Holy Spirit, sharing the gospel to a large group of people. And we read in Acts 2, 37, Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart. Peter filled with the Holy Spirit, speak to the group of people, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? What must we do? And those that are in the discipleship group should know the following verse by heart. Thank you, Werner, and whomever prepared this. We keep on using this. Is so we read in Acts 2.38 where Peter replied and he said to them Repent 
be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. It seems like this morning is about one, two, and three. One, two, and three, constantly. This pattern, one, two, and three. And then in Acts 2 verse 41, Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day 3,000 souls were added to them. Jesus came to reveal the Father. Jesus came to reveal the Father. He once said that you search the scriptures that leads and points to me. If you have seen me, you have seen my Father. Jesus said, no one comes to the Father except through me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you surrender to him, have an encounter with him, it will change you forever, 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 forever. You will not be the same. Jesus once said, the Son of Man can do nothing of himself from the flesh. The Holy Spirit in the Old Testament rested upon man for a purpose and then left. Now the Holy Spirit not just rests upon us but it dwells within. He is the spirit of resurrection. And once out, to flow like a river, to bring change to an environment, to an, an individual, to a city, to a region, to a nation. We need to die. We, the flesh, need to die so that he can live in and through us. Resurrection follows death. And we have the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. What you behold, you will become. What you behold, you will become. Like Peter walking in the street, and where his shadow fell, people got healed. You remember? Someone once said, your shadow will always release what overshadows you. What do you release in the, in the environment? What do you release? Do you release fear? Anxiety? Hatred? Or do you release the sweet fragrance of Christ? So let's talk about the sweet fragrance of Christ. Kom ons praat oor die aangename geer van Christus. 
I'm sure we all have those special places where we love to spend time with the Father. Whether it's in your room, in a chair, under a tree in the garden, on the rocks at the beach, somewhere in the mountains, or just in your car. Can you relate? Do you have a place like that? Start a plek wat jy by die voete sit. Start a plek wat jy by die sit en jy geniet om so dat jy nie daar wil weggaan nie. Het jy so een ontmoetingsplek met die Heere? We, all know, we all, all know that God speaks to us in various ways. Through the word, sometimes directly, audible, so sometimes directly audible through prophecy, visions, dreams, visitations, thoughts, pictures. And then there are those moments where you, while it's busy with your daily tasks, your routine, in an instant, becomes intensely aware of his presence. You're ongelooflik, intens, bewus van sy teenwoordigheid. And usually in those moments, my eyes fill up with tears. It's just overwhelm, overwhelming. Have you had those moments before? If you have, don't let them just pass by. Grasp that moment and treasure it. But more than just holding on to it, be still and listen. Here, praat, luister. Lord, speak, your servant is listening. And then there are those moments and times where you get in an instant a download. A thought, a word, a picture, wondering and asking yourself, where did that come from? Waar kom dit vandaan? I had such a moment recently. And yes, I had the moment while I was showering. We've got a gas, gas, gas shower at home. Um, so luckily we're not affected by load shedding, but that's to my own downfall because I go from stort and I go from long stort. Because those are the special times when, when the Holy Spirit just flows like the water through and over me, and that's beautiful. So I had a moment like that while in the, sh- while I was in the shower. I got the word fragrance. So I stand in stort now. En met eens krijg hierdie in my geest gedrop. Fragrance. Albury. What fragrance do you release? And I said, Lord, what fragrance do I release? The Holy Spirit break it open to me 
and took me deeper. What fragrance are we supposed to release? As, in, as newborn believers, disciples, children in relationship with him, growing into maturity as sons and daughters, filled with his spirit, carriers of the hope of glory. Christ within. What fragrance do we release in the body of Christ and to the broken world out there? Usually we have a, a doctor in the house. I think like I don't see a doctor in the house. But she's not here this morning. But if she, if, if she, if she was here, I would have asked her not to answer the following question. And the question I'm going to ask you is, Do you know what the, and I have my pronunciation is correct, do you know what the olfactory system is? Olfactory system. You spell it O-L-F-A-C-T-O-R-Y. Olfactory system is. Ah, we've got a, we've got a hint here. Something to do with the nose. Oopsie. Something to do with the nose. Quite right. So let's go and get a clearer picture. The olfactory system, that you've got it. It's a system responsible for our sense of smell. It involves the detection and the identification of molecules in the air. Once detected by sensory organs, nerve signals are sent to the brain where the signals are processed. As we go through our lives, our olfactory system actually records the people, the places, and things we encounter by filing little time capsules in our memory bank. When a smell triggers these time capsule or capsules, it unleashes a memory of a time, a person, a place ready to be rediscovered once again. And I will learn more later now. When I prepared this, and obviously that was a, I started with the preparations quite a while back. When I prepared this, the Lord showed me the following. Just give me a second. I'll eat the word. I can't go here, please. The Lord showed me the following, and I want you, if you want to write this down, if you want to keep record of it, because this is reality to me. And I even, and I even, I'm going to say it, I, I'm, I'm going to be blunt, I even, I, even um, uh, I doubted it, that I heard it. I even asked my wife, listen, did you hear this before? And we even Googled it, but we couldn't, we, we couldn't find anything. And what was revealed to me is the following. It's very simple, but it's powerful. Fragrance is the announcement, the declaration, the proclamation of what? Of the presence of something or someone. Fragrance is the announcement, the declaration, the proclamation of the presence of something or someone. 
voor ons Afrikaans, geer is die aankondiging, die verklaring, die proclamatie van die teenwoordigheid van iets of iemand. Right, let's, let's make that practical. I need six volunteers. Ek het zes brave putas en sissas nodig. Wie gaan vir my, wie gaan vir my kom help? Those that were here the last time, I had a couple of people in front. So we're going to do something else again. Um, I need six people. And I'm going to I'm going to point out if you don't raise your hands. It's not going to be difficult. It's not going to be, it's going to be fun. So, I need six volunteers. Counting down from five to one. I've got one. Oh, beautiful. I don't have to count. So, we've got, got one. Thank you. Thank you, Lani. Right, five more. You may come to the front, please. Five Nico mensen. I get nog niet five nodig. Ah, okay. Vernon. Dankie baie. Ek hou Tobi, jy is altyd te sport. Sublief man. Right, we've got Tobi coming, we've got Vernon, we've got Lani. Hoeveel is nou? Akkoord nog drie. Akkoord nog drie. Kom mensies. Wille, jy is nou met jou kinders geokkupeer, so ek ga nie vir jou vraag nie. Will you join me on stage? Ek is sublief. Two. Thank you. We've got four. I need two more. Two more. Where the people will not contact me. The is groot, the stool is warm. I have two people. Just two more people. Okay. Matthias, do you mind coming through? Thank you. I come for you, Lois. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that's good. We're gonna we're gonna gather around on the stage. So, what are we gonna do? Don't look, don't look to the screen as yet, okay? But for those that can, oh, I've just skipped a couple of verses, uh, slides. They, they're gonna be my my guinea pigs. You see that? Okay. So what I'm gonna ask you to do is. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask my wife quickly to come to the front. Just help me. We're gonna I'm gonna ask you to close your eyes. Not as yet, but when we do get to the actual part. I'm gonna ask you to close your eyes. I'm gonna hand um, a glass container or a container to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give you a glass container in your hand. Please keep it steady and, and upright and keep it still. And um, then I'm going to while your eyes are closed, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. And while I'm asking you these questions, I want you to, to smell the fragrance. Okay? And I'm, I'm going to lead you through a couple of questions. And if you are comfortable enough or brave enough, if one of those questions relates to you, you're welcome to raise your hand and share quick thought what that fragrance is all about and what, what it reminds you of. All right. Are you, are you up for it? All right. Um, so, give me two seconds. In the meantime, close your eyes. Can you let us see? Can you, Toby, please? You're right, sir. If you can move just slightly to your right, so we can get all on stage. That's good. Okay, eyes closed. I'm going to hand out. Thank you. Oh dear. I'm going to hand out 
Tobi, maak jou oor toe, mag jy kijken. Ik moet kijken waar ik vat. Oké, Tess, misschien moet ik het opmaak, nee. Oké, so you can open it, but please don't look. It's a lid that opens, Vernon daar is Jona, but keep it, it's quite full, so you need to keep it steady. Vernon, you may open the lid in the meantime. Wat nummer die? Okay, yours is a bit smaller. It's already open, just keep it like that. Just hold on to that. Kelani, I'm gonna put this in your hand. There's a lid, you may open it. Keep it. Okay. You've got that. So it's already open, you don't have to open. And one more. Tears, this is yours, you. I'm gonna put it in your left, right hand. There's a lid, open it, but keep it. Careful. Uh, oh, that's a full one there. So, oh dear, why you? Anyway. Okay, so now they've all got this container. Without peeking, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions from, and for the rest of you. I've got it on the board there. So I want you to, to start smelling, to bring your nose closer to, or bring the fragrance closer to your nose and start smelling. Okay, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Is the fragrance dark or light? Is the fragrance dark or light? Is the fragrance sweet or sour or savory? So if, if I ask you these questions and one or two of those relate, you can just raise your hand and we will continue. Okay, so whose fragrance is sweet? Right, we've got two there, we've got three. Sour, any sour ones? Oh, we've got two sour ones. Savory, no, no savory, okay. Does it remind you of something? Ah, we've got, we've, got, we've got one or two here. Does it remind you of something? I'm gonna, eventually in the end, gonna give you a chance to, to, to give us some feedback. Is it refreshing? Oh, is it mensen wat hulle is it refreshing? What do you feel when you smell this fragrance? What do you feel? What emotion comes up? Would you want to be sprinkled or dipped in this and walk around in town, in workplace, in church? <laughs> do you think you know what it is? Do you think you know what it is? This. Okay, eyes closed, don't peek us yet. Okay, so let us be, let us be practical. I want you to, to close the lid. Oh, jette, rand jou oor. Wat jy hier? Ek hoop nie, dit iets wat jou oor brand nie. Okay, you may close the lid. For those that don't have a lid, that's fine, you just keep it up straight. All right. Toby. Vernon. Any one of you that want to share something? Anyone that wants to share something? Okay, let me, let me, okay, we've got Matthias here. So Matthias, I'm going to give you the mic quickly. Okay. Can I open my eyes? You okay. might open your eyes. Okay, that's nice. You might, and you all might open your eyes, sorry. You all might open your eyes. Okay, so... Um, 
as a social sociologist, it uh, was terrible. <laughs> it was sour, it was dark, it made me like feel like I want to puke. And uh, <laughs> the smell of it reminds me of like some uh, some type of uh, vinegar, something that I've been standing for a long time. Uh, yeah, and it reminded me like of uh, like a chili, like a really hot chili uh, that almost tastes like. Um, Plastic when you eat it. I don't know if you tried that, <laughs> but I'm doing quite a lot of things. Uh, so that's what it reminds me of. Okay. Thanks, Matthias. Anyone else? Anyone else? No one? Squashed flowers. Okay. Oh, squashed flowers. Okay. All right. So, number one, I want you to lift your containers, and you will find there's a number underneath the container. It should be in number sequence, I hope. Toby, you've got number one. Any idea what it is? Any idea what it is? Terps. Okay, we've got, we've got some chemical. We've got terps or terpentine or terps, terps, or something like that. Don't mind that. We'll get back to that now. <laughs> Don't be alarmed. <laughs> For those that can't see, there's something happening in the background, and they were just startled. <laughs> Alright, we're making some toast. So, Turi, any idea? Something chemical, something... Do you think it can burn your eyes? Please keep it away from your eyes. Don't taste it, don't do that. I'm sure if I, if I give that container to one of the ladies, they might be able to recognize it immediately. Anyone, any, any of the ladies that want to give it a try? And you may look at it. So, you, you may hand that, you may, you, may, you may look at it now, you may open it, but keep it still. Oopsie. Any idea? Ah, see. So we've got some nail polish remover. How can you not know that? Do we? I've never known it. Okay, I'm going to, as, as we, we, we finish with each one, I'm going to take it from you and you're welcome to have a seat, um, Toby. Thank you. Then, number two, Vernon, you've got any idea what it is? It smells like vanilla essence. It smells like? Vanilla essence. Oh, the man is a star. Yes, it is in fact vanilla. Um, anyone, what you, if you want to pass that on in the, in, in, in the crowd, you're welcome to do that. I think, I'm sure Vanner would like to, to, to have a, a quick sniff. Vanilla is his favorite. So Vernon, you might go down with your container. For those that want to smell, they're welcome. And in the, in the end, just bring it back to us. Who's got number three? Okay, we've got number three, um, and she said it's, it's, it smells sweet, isn't it? Like flowers. It's squashed flowers. And I want you to keep it up straight when you go down and let them smell that. The name of that fragrance is so beautiful. <coughs> it's Lily of the Valley. It's Lily of the Valley. It reeks so lekker, so fars, so soot. Right, number four. Ah, who come now? Lani, any idea what that is? It's definitely some sort of vinegar. I think it's balsamic vinegar. Very close. Very close. It's actually apple vinegar. Apple vinegar. Um, I'm not, I don't think anyone want to smell that. No? Can, can, can we hand it back? Bye, donkey. Thank you. Right, just one or two more to go. Number five. Number five. No idea. <laughs> it's like essential oil, but I don't know. Okay, if you smell that, does it, how does it smell? Sweet, sour, it's like refreshing? Yeah, sweetish smell. 
it smells like flower meat. And is it, is it, is it lovely? Is yeah, it's it, nice. It's nice. Okay. Right. She's also got a, a beautiful um, fragrance there in her hand, and it's called sandalwood. Sandalwood. Uh, you're welcome to let everyone sniff that, but please bring it back. And then lastly, ah, oh, near. <laughs> Now I understand. I got the Salazar. Okay. <laughs> Do you've got any idea what that is? Actually, I have no idea. Okay, it's actually it's it's a mix. But the purpose of this fragrance or this concoction is it's an insect repellent, and it's got some some garlic in it. It's got some some. Nie lekker rieken nie. Dis goed wat nie lekker ruik nie. So um, I, I I would I would agree with you. Definitely not to be dipped in that to walk around, <laughs> unless you go to the bush somewhere, but not in town. And, not, and you're welcome to, to let everyone have a sniff yeah. if they want to. Nog Okay. Listen, thank you. Um, just a bit of interaction, and we'll get back to this moment in, in a while. Um, thank you, Des. All right. Someone said they smell. They smell toast. Um, I am privileged enough, occasionally, to receive breakfast in bed. I am. I am really lucky, and and I will admit that, and I will keep on thanking my wife that she's willing to do that. But we share. Turns. So I'll, I'm fortunate enough to sometimes, sometimes to get breakfast in bed. And um, I wrote here bacon, bacon, and I had to add bacon. So bacon, bacon, eggs, and crispy golden toast with fried mushrooms, tomatoes, and fresh coffee. That sounds delicious, isn't it? The lekker is. If she comes in, in, the, in the room with that on, on the tray, you immediately smell, long before she actually enters the room, there's something which you like, but no. Okay? Hopefully we don't have an alarm sensor in the building. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> oh dear. Um, <laughs> I want to offer some, some of you a taste of this toast, but... I don't think I'll be able to do that. Um, I want to take it out. It was warm. Oh man! Yum yum. <laughs> Look at this. I'm, I want to keep it. I want to try and show you more, but it's actually quite quite warm. I'm going to try and tilt it. Would you eat this? Okay, I'm going to put it somewhere. We'll have to do something about that. We'll get back to the toast just now. But I can't bear the smell. Please, please, please help me and try and get rid of that smell. We've got, we've got some fragrances we're going to let... Ah, excuse me. Ah, daikon. And trying to get rid of that smell. Um, I'm not sure if you can smell the same as I do up front. It's... Alright. Omeentjes. Omeentjes. Ons allemaal wordt oud. 
Someone once said that a married couple married for for long, long, long time, they start to look like each other. They they know each other th- other's thoughts. They complete each other's sentences. Know exactly when the other is sad or troubled, happy. Anyone that can relate? An American psychologist in a study compared wedding photos of of couples which were taken on their wedding day and a couple of years later. And he concluded that they surprisingly look alike. The two individuals, the two married people, the couple. He realized that the happier the marriage was in loving an intimate relationship with each other seemed to increase their facial resemblances, especially those with shared deeper experiences. Their life stories are written on their faces, even wrinkles formed in the same places. If you spend time with Jesus, if you really, really spend time with Jesus, in surrender and loving relationship with Him, when you have given your heart to Him and you have allowed His heart to become your heart, His thoughts to become your thoughts, His will to become your will, when you have allowed the Holy Spirit to lead you, to counsel to you, to sanctify and purify you, you will over time be reflecting more and more of who He is. You will release what He has. What you behold, you will become. And we all know that the whole of creation, the whole of creation is eagerly awaiting for the manifestation not just the sons and daughters but the manifestation of Christ within the sons and daughters don't we? have you noticed? have you picked it up if someone spends a lot of time with Jesus with God in his presence there's just something special about them there's this fragrance they release something that is not from this world. We find in the Bible certain um, scents seem to hold specific meaning for God. While he finds delight in some, he's aggrieved by others. We're going to quickly look at one or two of those. There's this the aroma of prayer. Of our, of our prayers those are that are attending the Bible school those that are attending the Bible school um, you will shortly learn that in the Old Testament we find that the priests of Israel had to continually burn aromatic incense made from a blend of exotic spices on the golden altar inside the Holy of Holies not just the fragrance itself that pleased God, 
It was more what it represented. And that was the constant prayers of his people. Throughout the Bible we find various prayers, such as thanksgiving, forgiveness, intercession, praise and adoration, utter dependence, seeking wisdom, petitions, seeking peace and salvation. We read in Revelation 5, 8 that certain prayers are so pleasant to God that he collects them as incense in golden bowls. Then there's the aroma of repentance. In addition to the burning incense, Israel was also required to sacrifice certain types of animals for their sins. Take note that it wasn't the aroma from, this, from the sacrifices that pleased God as much as what it actually represented, namely repentance, changed lives which were pleasing, which was a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Then the aroma of, of our love, of His love and our love. We read in John 15 verse 13 the following, Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. The greatest act of love ever performed was when Jesus voluntarily offered his life for the sins of his people. Suffering untold emotional, spiritual and physical pain on a Roman cross. He became the sacrificial lamb once and for all. I can't imagine. I can't imagine what God had to go through. What he must have felt allowing his son to be brutally crucified. And yet, the Bible says that he was, that, that, that there was a sweet smelling aroma to God. That act, that sacrificial act, that selfless act of Jesus Christ on the cross, that was a sweet fragrance or aroma to God. No, sir. No, no. That was not. It must have been awful to God, unbearable. It was just himself giving up his life willingly for you and me. And this unselfish act, Jesus' loving sacrifice, gave off the sweetest, most sacred of fragrances to God. We read in Ephesians 5 verse 2, And walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling aroma we are to die in ourselves lay down the old life giving ourselves as a living sacrifice be renewed and transformed by the Holy Spirit to be presented as a pure bride to Christ And then, the aroma of Christ. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 2 verse 15 and 16, For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are, who are perishing. To the one, we are the aroma of death. 
leading to death, and to the other, the aroma of life leading to life. The aroma that, that, are, that we are spreading, the aroma that we are spreading, the gospel, should be a fragrance from life to life for those that are being saved. On the other hand, among those who are perishing, the gospel is a fragrance from death, death to death. The gospel condemns those who are living as enemies of Christ and refuse to turn to Him. In the Passion Translation, it so beautifully described verse 14 and 15. God always makes His grace visible in Christ who includes us as partners of His endless triumph. Through our yielded lives, through our yielded lives, He spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of God everywhere we go. We have become the unmistakable aroma of the victory of the anointed to God. A perfume of life to those being saved and the odor of death to those who are perishing. So what is the fragrance of Christ? It's love, peace, and joy. It's selflessness, self-control. It's honesty and patience and kindness. It's forgiveness, compassion, endurance, humility, obedience. Can we honestly say that we release the sweet fragrance of Christ in our broken families, in our businesses, places of work, in church? Shouldn't we be serving rather than waiting to be served? We find the fragrance at His feet, place of humility. We read in John 12 about the anointing in Bethany. Then six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus, who, where Lazarus was, who had been dead, whom he had raised from the dead. There they made his supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of those who sat on the table with him. Verse 3 says the following. Then Mary, then Mary took a pound of very costly oil, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the sweet fragrance of that oil. Let us note the following. That oil was, was very, very expensive. And Mary's actions by using the oil demonstrated great sacrifice, devotion, and love. What she did was unusual in several ways. First, the oil was usually poured out on the head. Second, a respectable woman of that time was not supposed to let her, let her hair down in public. 
Both these acts showed humility. She did not care about what the others would say or think about her. All she cared about was Jesus. Jesus, knowing that his time on earth was short, received this act of devotion. If we do something selfless, with love for Jesus and his kingdom, he receives it in the same manner as he received the act of Mary. Jesus stated that her act of love would be told wherever this message is preached. This is how important this geacht was dear Jesus. Remember the fragrances we we smelled just now on stage. Some fragrances were pleasant, some were unknown, some were sour. One in particular could burn your eyes and your nose. And then there's the one with the garlic insect repellent. I would only use outdoors somewhere next to a lake or a river to keep uncertain guests at a distance. Some brought back memories, a place or even a person. What fragrance ascends to God? Is it a delightful aroma he could breathe in all day? For those of us, and hopefully it's all included, for those of us that are newborn believers, spirit-filled Christ carriers, in loving relationship with our Father, Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, do we release the sweet fragrance of Christ in our daily lives? Or is it depending on our mood? Is it depending on our circumstances? Sometimes is it sour or even burned? Does our prayers rise like incense to our Father? We are called to repentance, true repentance that leads to change in direction, away from the world, from our own fleshly desires and needs towards God. Our changed lives as a result of our repentance should be a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Have we learned, have we learned to love those around us? Owens, het ons geleer en kan ons rarig sê dat ons die wat hier sit, dat jy lief is vir mekaar. Have you learned to love those around us? Even our enemies. As Christ did when, when he died for us, when he laid his life down, when he was crucified. Are we releasing the sweet fragrance of Christ despite our daily challenges and circumstances? Are others drawn to us by the sweet fragrance of Christ within that we release? Are we willing to sit at his feet to humble ourselves before him and serve like Mary did? 
Are we truly the Christ carriers, the hope of glory, filled and led by the Holy Spirit to the broken world around us? Remember what Jesus said in John 6 verse 35. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Listen to this. Instead of being cleansed and purified and sanctified by the fire of the Holy Spirit, have we allowed the bread of life Have we allowed the bread of life to be burned? As this toast, by denying him and allowed to be conformed to the ways of this world and thereby releasing an unpleasant fragrance to the broken world that desperately hungers for him,